Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions fans, Michael Gray here with my week five wish list as the Lions get ready for good old-fashioned Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time football against the Carolina Panthers. Let's get right to it, shall we? Before I get started, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Please hit the notification bell so that you get all the alerts with all of the new content coming out here at the DLP. File your comments below. I read every single one of them. The thumbs up, the thumbs down. That's what helps us do what we're doing because we are living in an algorithmic world and I'm an algorithmic girl. That one was uh, that one was better in my head. Anyway, sign up for the channel. That's how we get to do what we do. Wish number one is vengeance. Pure and simple. The Carolina Panthers were on my enemies list because, for my money, last year's game against the Carolina Panthers was the biggest kick in the gooch on the entire schedule. And yeah, you can talk about the crazy basketball game against the Seattle Seahawks from a year ago. You could talk about the chowder puke that happened in Boston. For my money, that game against Carolina was the biggest letdown of the year, and vengeance has to be on the minds of the players in that locker room. A lot of them were there. The Lions allowed 320 yards on the ground in that game. 320. They have allowed 243 yards all season so far through four games. It was also the highest score the Carolina Panthers achieved on their way to two, three, four, six wins. And it was the game that absolutely ended the playoff hopes of Lions fans. Now we can talk about Seattle and what if they'd have lost to the Rams and all of those other things, but the Lions were in control of their destiny as tenuous as that control may have been until they lost that game. They were playing great football, they were hot, and then they came out in Carolina and took the field in Charlotte and absolutely laid a huge, fat, steaming poop egg. It was bad. That game was bad. And so vengeance is wish number one. I want to see Carolina Panthers fans driven to the point of misery. I want to see the faces that we saw in Lambeau at halftime when the Lions were dominating, except this time for four whole quarters. I mentioned it last week with about last game. This is the game after the Thursday night football game away at a historic stadium in primetime, all of those things. The Lions have done this once against another team that was on my enemies list in the Seattle Seahawks, and they couldn't get it done. Couple of turnovers, lost that game. That's the one in three and one. Let's make sure that this game is dominant start to finish. Get revenge for what Carolina did to you last year. The guy that I lost a bottle of bourbon to last year won't even place a bet on this game because he's dead certain that the Lions are going to win it. Let's make sure he's right. Wish number two for the Lions as they get ready against Carolina is to just keep doing that rush defense thing. I mentioned the 243 yards that the Lions have allowed through weeks one through four. That's number one in the National Football League. Number one. As good as it gets, this is a rush defense that finished last season 29th against the run. And as I mentioned earlier, 
gave up more yards in a single game to the Carolina Panthers than they have all year long. They are playing out of their minds. That defensive line has been stout, and the linebacker core has been much improved. Need to see more of that against Carolina, because obviously with Bryce Young and more on him in a minute, they're going to be looking to run the ball a little bit, try to take some pressure off their rookie quarterback. Lions have got to keep going with that rush defense. I broke down some numbers. You may have seen this on my Twitter feed. I thought it was interesting that not only have they allowed 243 yards on the ground, but if you isolate that just for running backs, it's only about 45.2 yards a game. It's 181 yards to running backs. And that's guys like Pacheco and K-9, Bijan Robinson, all of these guys that know how to run the ball a little bit. The Lions have been outstanding so far against the run. They've been they've been the best. They've been they've been the most outstandingest. They've been friggin' great, and they need to keep that going because keeping pressure on Bryce Young and that offense is going to be a huge, huge part of things. Just keep doing that thing you do against the run, Lions, and this game will probably work itself out. My third wish for week number five for the Lions is to make Bryce Young look small. Now, Bryce Young is small. They need to make him look small, and he's gotten bigger with each week. His stats have steadily improved, both his completion percentage and his QB rating have gone up with each start. He is starting to execute some things and see some things on the field, and the Lions need to eliminate all of that. They can fix a lot of that with pressure. And obviously, with 12 sacks through the last two games, the pass rush getting home, you saw what it did to Jordan Love in the beginning of that game, the first two quarters against Green Bay. They could get nothing done. Nothing works when your quarterback is running for his life. And that is doubly true when you're dealing with a rookie quarterback who is coming into only his fourth start in the league. Ford Field is going to be as gonzo as it's been all year long. You can count on the fans from Detroit to show up and make it impossible to hear yourself think. All the better on a guy that's only making his fourth start, but that pass rush has to find a way home. Aiden Hutchinson has to do Aiden Hutchinson does. And as they showed last week in Green Bay, the Lions need to find some creative ways to move their defensive linemen around, some stunts and other things up front to make sure that they're making life miserable for Bryce Young. On the backside, you're getting E-Man back. Emmanuel Mosley looks like he may be in this game. The Lions need to do everything in their power to mix up coverages. Alex Anzalone and that veteran presence in the linebacking core is going to be really, really important to making things confusing through the middle of the field. Make Bryce Young look small. He needs to be confused. He needs to be panicked. He needs to be under pressure and under duress for the entire game. And if the Lions can do that, they can take care of this offense. Fish rots from the head down. You make sure that the quarterback is miserable for 60 straight minutes and the Lions have a way to come out on top. This defense has looked really, really good against the run. The pass rush has hit home. It looks like it's hitting on all cylinders. Just keep doing that thing and make sure that Bryce Young writes this one down at the end of the season as a game he'd really, really like back. Wish number four this week as the Lions get ready for the Panthers. Enough with the interceptions already. Let's take a break from those. Jared Goff is a smart quarterback. He's also a smart human being, and he very wisely stayed away from questions from the media, national, local, all of it, concerning his interception free streak dating back to last season. 
He was climbing up the all-time record books, but Jared Goff, again, being a smart human, knows that all of those records end eventually. Every streak comes to an end. He didn't want to talk about it. And then it came to an end against Seattle in a pick six that very possibly you could point to as the difference in that game. That's how interceptions and untimely turnovers often go. And he didn't want to talk about the streak then. He doesn't want to talk about the interceptions now. All of that is very, very smart. However, it is time for them to end. It's three games in a row with an INT, and eventually, these will bite your team in the ass. There's no doubt about it. Just none. TJ Lang said as much after that Packer game last week where the Lions played great complimentary football, didn't pay a steep price for the interception that Jared Goff threw, defense balled out, offense came out and did what they had to do. When you're playing complimentary football, one side can get your back when you make a mistake and bail you out. Lord knows the offense spent a good deal of last season bailing out the defense for some of their less than performances. But you shouldn't have to be making up for interceptions and you shouldn't have to be making up for turnovers on quite such a regular basis. Jared knows this. He's talked about his bad decisions. He talked about his bad throw. He actually called it the worst throw of his career. And you anticipate those coming to an end. This would be a great time for that to happen. The Lions have an opportunity to stomp on the jugular of this Carolina Panthers team, and part of that is going to mean no self-inflicted wounds. You want to stay away from doing things that don't involve the Carolina Panthers having to make a play. You don't want to give them anything. Still a National Football League game. They go weird every now and again. Ask the Dallas Cowboys about their recent trip to Phoenix about how that can go. Jared Goff needs to stop with the turnovers. Start himself a new streak. It only needs to last for a few games. The guy doesn't have to be perfect. He's playing out of his mind right now and is a top five, top 10 quarterback, no matter how you want to slice and dice it. But this would be a really, really good time to stop throwing picks and stop putting the defense in a bad situation. Just because the Lions can get you out of a bad spot doesn't mean they should have to week after week. Jared Goff knows this, and I imagine he's been in the lab with the extra days from the Thursday night game to make sure that he knows just exactly what he's looking at, what the defense is coming at him with, and how to avoid making that mistake again. Number five for this week's game against Carolina is an end to the David Montgomery slander. Now, I know most of this is coming from the fantasy football community, so let me address fantasy football general managers or owners or whatever it is you call yourselves while you're putting together your imaginary football team that you allegedly own or whatever. No one cares. No one. Not a single damn solitary frozen soul gives a hooping punt about your fantasy football team. Nobody. And so if you're crying because you took Jameer Gibbs highly in your draft, well, cry quieter. Please suffer silently. Weep into a pillow or something. Stop making noise on the internet because Lions fans are watching a 3-1 first place team and they don't care. Now, if you're a Lions fan that doesn't want to see David Montgomery because you do want to see Jameer Gibbs because you think Jameer Gibbs is better, I don't know what you're watching. Jameer Gibbs is a rookie and I get it. I want to see him bowl out too and I think he's this close to making one of those jaw-dropping plays that gets him on Sports Center for a 72-hour cycle. And I think we're going to see more of that as the season progresses. And I get the idea that you don't want to have a Ferrari that you only take to the grocery store. But if you can take an Earth Roamer instead, still pretty cool. It's just a different way to get where you're going. 
And David Montgomery has been the way this Lions offense is getting where it's going. Look no further than his best game as a Lion last week against Green Bay with 121 yards, three touchdowns. He is currently three touchdowns away from his all-time best mark with the Bears. By the way, do we all understand why David Montgomery was so happy to be free from the dysfunction in Chicago? My man had an up-close look at that mess. Happy to have him. Glad that he's here. And I wish there weren't so many people making so much noise about how he shouldn't be on the field because Jameer Gibbs is something that we haven't seen yet. David Montgomery is the identity for Dan Campbell's offense. Period. Full stop. You want a gritty team? It's built on a guy like David Montgomery who's going to get you five yards when he had two available and is going to get you eight yards when there was five available and is going to be there in the fourth quarter to put Green Bay to sleep with a nine-minute drive that goes down the field and ends any hope of a comeback. That's what David Montgomery has brought to this team. He's more dynamic than Jamal Williams was last year. He's got immense value in the past game, and he's been playing out of his mind. Again, I get that Jameer Gibbs is neat. Like having them both. I'm not quite sure where we cross that Rubicon where you've got to be on Team Gibbs or Team Montgomery, but please, for the love of God, stop slamming this guy when he's out there balling out and establishing what the Lions want to be on offense. He makes so many things go with the way that he runs the football, and the Lions are lucky as all get out to have him. He's excited to be here. I'm excited to watch him run. It's going to be a good opportunity for him against Carolina. And we need to be nicer to this dude because he's absolutely been balling out. And again, for you fantasy football owners, if you didn't draft him where you were supposed to, I don't know what to tell you. Cope. Go outside. Touch grass. Stand in the sun. Play in traffic. Just stop complaining about David Montgomery because that guy is a football player. And he is going to be a huge part of anything that the Lions do this year. And he already has shown us why. That's it for me, man. It's time to get out of here. Uh, Once again, please subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. All of the crew at the DLP working hard every single week to make sure we're cranking out that free content that's at least as good as an upturned mop. And uh, I'll see you after this game. Let's bring it in here together. Lions on three. One, two, three. You've had enough of that shit.